Hey there, it's Ty Goodwin, CEO of Bankable Brilliance, and you're listening to the Money, Marketing, and Freedom Secrets Podcast. Welcome to the Money, Marketing, and Freedom Secrets Podcast, the show that equips Shero entrepreneurs with powerful strategies and inspiration to launch, manage, and grow successful online businesses. You'll discover the secrets to mastering all the moving pieces of your online business so you can be free to enjoy life and show up to serve the people who need you now while making a good living doing what you love. Now, it's time to unleash your inner Shadow and free yourself from the web of confusion and overwhelm so you can master your client-getting, profit-winning superpowers and live your profitable purpose. Here's your host. Hey, Shiro Entrepreneurs, it's Kenya Halliburton. Welcome back to another episode of the Money, Marketing, and Freedom Secrets Podcast. Uh, we've had an amazing kickoff to the podcast series. You know, we had a chance to speak with Shiro entrepreneurs like Deb Brown about creating a gifting strategy uh, for our business, Deb Brown of PetraClientPark.com. Um, we got a chance to speak with Beth Zan of EntrepreneursThatSoar.com, who shared with us some pretty, pretty cool secrets about marketing with video, um, marketing with a video talk show using Google Hangouts. And so if you missed those episodes, you can check them out by visiting KenyaHalliburton.com and clicking on podcast from the menu. And so today's show is pretty awesome too, because we're going to be speaking with a Shiro entrepreneur. I really admire Ty Goodwin, uh, creator and CEO of Bankable Brilliance about how to productize your expertise and position your brand for profit. And so it's the stuff multiple stream dreams are made of, right? Creating information products, taking all that good knowledge from your life's work and experience and packaging it into products and programs people want to buy and buy again and bring their friends, hopefully. <laughs> and so, um, you know, this is a place many of us want to be, but we sometimes struggle to master. And, you know, a lot of times it can feel overwhelming and we get stuck. So, you know, how do you go about packaging your knowledge and setting up yourself and your business for passive income? Well, Ty is going to unpack this for us today and give us a little taste of how we can make our brilliance bankable by creating products. And so a little bit of a background on Ty. Uh, she has really diverse background, which I really love. You know, over the, over the span of 20 years, I believe, she's worked as a classroom teacher, administrative assistant, employment coordinator, and e-learning designer. And she's worked also in the financial district for two Fortune 500 companies, as well as holds a bachelor's and master's in education. And this is the part that I really love. She keeps a copy of the six-figure offer letter from a job she turned down because she knew she wanted to start her own business. So, whoa, I'm saying like right there, we could do a whole show on just the courage. <laughs> The courage that it took to do that. So I have to say, you know, welcome, Ty, to the show. And really, really, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for being on the show and sharing your brilliance with us today. Well, thank you so much for having me, Kenya. I am so excited to talk with you. I'm excited, too, and I know you have some real, real good stuff to share with us. And before we go in there, I have to also say, on a personal note, that I really admire you not just for your prowess and expertise in business, but I really also admire 
how really down to earth you are and accessible you are, you know, and I don't know if you remember, but about a year or so ago, I was considering a move to Minnesota. (laughs) And I, I put the word out on Facebook and someone like tagged you and to weigh in and you so graciously took the time to chat with me about the area and of course I didn't end up moving there which is a whole nother topic for a whole nother show but I (laughs) I really appreciate it um, and appreciate that about you. Well well, thank you I do remember that conversation and, and thank you for sharing that you know I really do practice what I preach and I am all about supporting other brilliant business girlfriends so anything I can do to support that is what I do. Awesome. So let's talk about this because your superpower or one of your many superpowers is helping women reclaim their brilliance and making it bankable. So tell us a little bit about your journey and how you came to launch your uh, Bankable Brilliance brand. Oh, that is a a journey and a half, but I will try to shorten it up for you. So, you know, I started building my own business while I was working a full-time job back in 2008. And a lot of my, you know, now clients are familiar with Launch While Working. That was one of the first sites that I launched. And, you know, I love doing that, but my passion was really in helping messagepreneurs, authorpreneurs, and speakerpreneurs, anybody with a message-based business, really how can I help them turn what they know into a product they can sell. And that's so, you know, close to my heart because there are so many women, I do work with a few men, but mostly women, who have such a passion for the work that they feel called to do. They have such a sense of purpose, but they're selling themselves short because they don't really believe that they can get paid for it. They don't really believe they can charge what they're worth. And there's a whole lot of guilt and a whole lot of baggage. And I know because I, I had that kind of baggage. I lived there. You know, I bought the T-shirt, rocked out, wore it out. <laughs> yeah, and so I realized that even though my primary thing is helping them make more money with their message, I had to take a step back and really focus on this whole piece about reclaiming their brilliance, really owning who we are, our past, our missteps, our failures, and figuring out how to turn those into catalysts instead of letting them be anchors for us as we build our businesses. Mm, That's really good and really powerful because, I mean, you're right. And I have a passion for working with women too. And and me being a woman and and having been there, done that, and rocked the T-shirt too, um, you know, it, it 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 is really something for us to work through that and really get like you know what I have to offer is valuable, and there is someone, some somebody somewhere who um, is waiting for me to show up, you know. And so I think that that's that's really great. So that's a wonderful, wonderful um, um, to know about your journey. So let's talk about how we take that brilliance and start to package it because I know you know getting online there's always this talk about you know creating products and all of that and you know doing that taking your knowledge and turning it into products so you know first of all where do we start in determining what type of product we should create or how to even start that whole process Oh, wow. That's such a good question. You know, my background, as you mentioned in your intro, is in education. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. And, you know, a lot of people that are out there teaching, you know, other people about how to build products and programs, they always start with, well, let's, let's take a look at what you know and figure out, you know, what we can build from there. And that is one of the biggest mistakes, Kenya. Mm. And it's a big mistake because, you know, and I wrote a blog post about this. We have these little dangerous conversations with ourselves mm. where we come up with a brilliant idea or an idea we think is brilliant and we turn it over in our heads over and over again. Mm-hmm. And we never stop to ask the people that we actually want to buy it. Mm. Yeah. So it's not about let me figure out all the things I know and I can write an ebook about. A lot of us, especially, you know, women that have been in corporate America and especially if we've been a rock star in corporate America, we know mm-hmm. how to multitask. We know how to wear several hats. And mm-hmm. we've gotten really good at lots of different things. Yeah. Just because we're good at those things doesn't mean we should do them. Mm-hmm. So the first question when you're starting to create a product, and I teach my clients how to create products that sell, not just you know, fluff, one of my mantras is no, you know, less hype, more help. Mm-hmm. So we're really focused on products that get people results. Is you've got to find out what your audience, what your clients, what their biggest pain points are. Mm-hmm. And that's where you start with figuring out what product or what program to build. Yeah, you're really right on that. That that's the hugest thing. And I know, you know, I've been there, done that. And maybe I don't even think it was a product. I think it was like a webinar or something. And um, put it out there because you know, and and I'm and I'm a behind the scenes girl. So <laughs> you know, it was something that I I you know nerded out about behind the scenes. And it was like you know, I think I was targeting you know, busy women entrepreneurs. And it was like, look, I don't, they, I found out the hard way that they were too busy to even care. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that's why there were only crickets at my webinar. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's a really, really good point. So, so you start with, um, first of all, figuring out what your what your clients want. I mean, what your audience want wants and what they what they need. Um, so then, then what's next? You know, how do you then do you then try to figure out what kind you know what brand or what type of way to package it? What's next after you figure out? Um, actually, you know, you know, yeah, that's another great question. And actually, that's a little bit further. I'm going to stick one more thing in there that I do with my clients that really helps them. I, I have an assessment called Discover Your Brilliant Zone. Mm, mm-hmm. And it really helps my clients figure out the best way for them to package and offer what they deliver. There's mm-hmm. a lot of folks that come to me, and they're coaches because somebody told them they need to be a coach. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it, that's not always so. And I, I even take a page from my own story in my own entrepreneurial journey at one point because I was really great at social media. I was really great at blogging. I was really great at Facebook and Twitter. I got this idea that I could be a social media manager for people. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. people were paying me. I think, I think, in fact, while I was working full-time and launching part-time, as a social media manager, that was the first time I hit $5,000 a month in my part-time business. Mm-hmm. But Kenya, I absolutely hated it. Yeah. And it, I hated it because in, in, the, in the assessment, one of the things I talk about are the four different ways that service-based entrepreneurs, you know, show up. 
Um, you know, there's the trailblazer that has other ideas. There's the teacher. There's the coach. And then there's the hands-on person, the healer or the fixer. And mm-hmm. I was operating in a place where I was the fixer, where I was doing it for people. Mm-hmm. And that is so not who I am. I am much more the trailblazer. You know, I want to be out there with the thought leaders and doing the strategy. Right. And mm-hmm. really, you know, helping my clients and motivating them as a coach. Um, and I was so, so unhappy when I was being in that role of a fixer trying to do things for people. So that's the next real big piece of this equation. You've got to figure out what your strength is. Mm. Do you want to teach people or do you want to coach? I've got some clients, like I said, they say, you know, they're coaches, but they absolutely dislike coaching. They like teaching where they give people the information and then they move on. Yeah. But they don't like hand-holding their clients as a coach. And every single time they try to do it, they self-sabotage because they don't like to do it. They're anxious about it. It's not comfortable for them. And so they're doing a disservice to their clients, but they're also doing a disservice to themselves. So you've got to figure out who you are and how you really are called to serve your audience. Hmm. That's really a really great point because it it would seem, and I know I've been there too, (laughs) I think we've all been at some of these places before we we figured it out and learned the lesson. Um, but you know where you you are playing in a place that doesn't really serve who you are. And um, I know a lot of times when you're you're creating things or packaging things, um, you procrastinate. And sometimes maybe that could be one of the reasons you're procrastinating in on on creating or or working in that area is because it's not really designed for who you are. Absolutely. That is absolutely true. And that's a big, you know, um, a big indicator. I've worked with my clients, too, a lot around intuition. Mm-hmm. You know, as women especially, we've got to learn to trust our intuition and listen to those nudges and stop trying to follow everybody else's path. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a real good way, a real quick way to get yourself in trouble and find yourself in a business that you hate, just like a job you didn't like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about some of the different ways that we can package our knowledge. What are some of the different examples, um, you know, and probably maybe even some of the ones that you you actually like in terms of how we can package our, you know, expertise into information products we can sell? This is a fun question, Kenya. Um, in my at my site, um, in the opt-in offer that I have, and even in a blog post, there's um, something out there that lists over 50 different ways to package wow. your expertise. Wow! And there's a lot of different ways, and anything from worksheets to workbooks to webinars, which we see a lot of people doing, to you know live events. Or self-study courses. And my favorite, you know, right now that I'm doing a lot of work with my clients are webinars. Mm -hmm. And webinars are great because you can repurpose the content into other things. So it's a great starter product to offer. And also because of the technology that's out there, it's something that you can set up rather easily and get instant feedback on from your audience without you having to put too, too much effort into it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I love webinars too. That's actually a strategy that I'm moving to this year. So that's that's a really great point. (laughs) Really good. Cool. 
So, um, yeah, definitely you guys check out um, her ebook. Is it the Will I Sell one? Will it sell? Will it sell? Mm-hmm. Will it sell? Yeah, the Will it sell? And definitely, you know, go out to her blog. She has some really great um, content out there. Um, so, speaking of, that's a really great segue. Speaking of Will it sell? Um, in that ebook, you talk about a topic that I love: uh, the sales funnel. You you kind of talk about that and how how it really is the key to creating great products and consistent cash flow. So explain to our listeners, I know there's a lot of confusion around what a sales funnel is, and some people are like, I don't care about sales funnel. So, you know, what is a sales funnel, and why is it important, do you feel, for us to really understand when creating products? Oh, such a good, good question, and one of my favorite things to talk about. Now, there are probably, you know, at least 10 different ways that people explain sales funnels. So I'm going to give you the Ty Goodwin Bankable Brilliance way, okay? (laughs) (laughs) So I explain, you know, sales funnels. Sales funnels are your roadmap for how your customers find you, engage with you, buy from you, and then up-level with you. Mm -hmm. It's just a roadmap. Um, And it's really important to know how you want that to happen because, you know, this is not your customer's business. It's your business. Mm -hmm. So that means you have to know how to drive people in your business from point A to point B to point C to point D. One of the misnomers out there is that we think that if we create a product and put it out there, people are going to see it today and buy it today. Mm -hmm. It does not happen that way. You know, in marketing, they used to say it takes seven to ten touches for someone to make a buy decision, right? So they had to see it or hear it or encounter it seven to ten times. With social media, I've heard that number go up to as high as 27 touch points Mm -hmm. because we're so inundated. You know, think about this. I remember over Christmas shopping, I was looking for a, a wallet for my husband, and I searched for it on Amazon.com, one of my favorite hangout spots. The minute I went back into Facebook, guess what was showing up in my sidebar? Mm-hmm. Wallet. Wallet. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, so, you know, there's all these different things distracting me. So it's not going to be the third time I see it or the fourth time I see it. Mm-hmm. But if you're trying to sell a high-end, you know, premium product, let's say you're selling a $1,500 or $2,500 product, and that's the very first offer that you have where your audience doesn't know you. Mm-hmm. They may not trust you. You haven't proven to them at a smaller level investment that you can actually get them results. Mm-hmm. So that sales funnel is what helps them make that connection. So you mentioned the Will It Sell ebook. That's my opt-in offer. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I chose that name and, you know, the contents for it because that was the question. I did, my, I did a survey, right, and figured out what my audience was trying to figure out. They want to know, will it sell? Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. So my opt-in offers, will it sell? It's five secrets for, you know, highly profitable programs, online courses, and products. Mm-hmm. And I've got some great content in there. Yeah. And after that, I've got some email messages that go out. And then I've got an entry-level product and a mid-tier and a high-end product. But in that very first opt-in offer, I am providing value to people. Yeah. I'm, I'm making a connection with them. I'm establishing trust and credibility. And that sales funnel is important to me because now I know where to focus my time. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I know I need to fill my pipeline with people. So my goal is to get them into that opt-in offer because I know that's the quickest way for them to see that I'm credible, that I know what I'm talking about, and it also means I can now follow up with them. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I I think you hit on some really, really, it's such a powerful thing. And I, you know, in my training, um, I came across the sales funnel, product marketing funnel, all that fun stuff um, when I trained years ago. Um, but I guess I, I, for whatever reason, it didn't click then. <laughs> and, you know, as I was implementing people's businesses and as I was trying to roll out things, I just felt like, I'm like, something is missing. What is missing? <laughs> you know, and I really feel like, you know, there are, like you said, there are a lot of people teaching these different pieces you know, free, you know, how to create a free offer or how to create this product or how to create high-end, you know, coaching programs that sell. But there's the sales funnel to me is what glues all that together in a way that, you know, you get, first of all, you get your business and then, you know, your audience can experience you and get you too. Because I know, I don't know if you've experienced this. I know I've heard a lot of women, I just want people to get it. <laughs> you know, I want people to get what I do. And like you said, you built that no like and trust. You know, they trust you. You have the opportunity to follow up with them and just kind of move them from where they are to where they want to be very seamlessly mm-hmm. with that. I think that's brilliant. So, Ty, another um, thing that you talk about and touch on in your Will It Sell. Um, and by the way, this is a testament to how powerful your free offer is because I read it and I'm like, there's just so much stuff I want to talk to her about in here. <laughs> um, so you talk about uh, the signature system and, um, and you know, how powerful that is. So just tell us a little bit about um, one of, what the signature system is and a little bit about this type of packaging and, and why it might be a great way uh, a great option for someone to package their expertise. You know, it really is a great move, especially if you are a service-based entrepreneur. You know, first of all, having a signature system is one of the ways to really stand out from your audience. You know, it's really a way to identify who you are. As I, as I like to say, it's a way to brand your own brilliance. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, the signature program is a benefit for a few other reasons. Number one, it's a benefit for your clients because they have a system. I do a lot of work with creatives, you know, Kenya, the, the kind of um, entrepreneurs that they've got all these ideas. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they just flow and they just want to do it. And, you know, we joke, uh, I joke with a few of my clients that don't we just wish we could blink our eyes and have whatever we have in our heads done? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what I do and part of my brilliance is I get to help them create a system so that they mm-hmm. can get it done. Mm-hmm. And that means that that system that we put in place, their clients are going to get results a lot faster. Yeah. You're not flying by the seat of your pants. You're not winging it. You're not creating things every single time you have a new client. Yeah. So that saves you time because you know exactly what steps to go through, and it helps your clients because they're going to get results faster. My system, I have a signature system, right? I, I would have to if I'm teaching about it. <laughs> My signature system is you know, the Bankable Brilliance system, and it's got six phases that we go through, um, and those six phases help people 
create a business model that's sustainable. Mm-hmm. And so we touch on everything. The very first thing is, you know, change your inner game, where we're focusing on how to get all that mindset stuff in place because without changing how you think about wealth and how you think about business, are you an employee or are you an entrepreneur? Yeah. You can't really move and make progress in your business. And then the next one that we do, and that's where we talk about the sales funnel, is we do um, the position to profit work where we're creating your sales funnel and getting really clear about who you serve and how you serve them and what you can start offering immediately to start generating some cash flow. Mm-hmm. So those are the first two phases of my system, and I, I, you know, I take my clients through that because I know they need to have those foundations in order to get to where they can even create a product. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's so interesting that you say that because you know I know what I like about the signature system um, is you know you hear a lot. Uh, I, I worked a lot in with in the implementation arena, and so I get to you know, chat with other implementers and, you know, there's all this like, oh, my client did this and it just drove me crazy that they don't know that they have to know this before they do that. And before I can do what I have to do, they have to, you know, <laughs> like this whole event <laughs> session. Um, but like, but just exactly how you talked about how your system flows, what I love about the signature system is you can create you can put a stop to all of the friction by educating, you know, putting that together and educating people where they have that issue, where it causes that friction and start that first level off. Like, okay, this is where you need to start in order to get to this next step. And then in order to get to this next step in order to really get you to where you want to go, because, you know, we live in this fast and furious web environment where it's like, you know, microwave success and okay, I, you know, I heard about this. My coach told me about this product and I want to create it tomorrow and sell it tomorrow. And I have nothing else in place. <laughs> you know? yeah, um, so that, that is really powerful. Yeah, and it is, and it is when clients start to get that. You know, I've got clients that will come to me and they'll say, well, I, I want to create an ebook and I want to create a video course. Mm-hmm. And I can't in integrity, you know, take that on because, you know, I'll ask them a question, well, you know, what's the size of your email list? And, you know, how many subscribers, you know, are active on your email list? And mm-hmm. it'll be a really not good number. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so you know, you know, we need to take some steps back because you don't even you're not even clear about who your audience is. Yeah. And it's and it's amazing because sometimes their minds are blown like, oh, that's the missing link. But I can yeah. do that because I figured out the system right. that my clients need to have in step by step order to get the results they really want. Mm-hmm. That's really good stuff and really, really, really good stuff. Stuff. You know, I always say sometimes you have to go backwards to go forward, and you know that's just how it is. And so, so you talked about, and we've kind of touched on a lot of this, you know, as you've been speaking. Um, but you you mentioned earlier about you know a big no no um, when it comes to creating information products. You know, are there any other mistakes that stand out for you um, that we make when we're when we're trying to jump into creating information products? Oh yeah. <laughs> a lot. How much time do you have? 
there's a few. You know, one of the other ones, Kenya, and, you know, I, I see this. When I worked in corporate America, it was my job um, to work with subject matter experts. I did this for Barnes & Noble, and I did this for um, a global IT company. And I got to work with the subject matter experts and get all of the brilliance out of their heads and help them turn that into courses and, you know, templates and workbooks and materials. Hmm. Now, I see this in the business world, too, where if you've got a lot of experience and expertise, mm-hmm. you know, you could be doing something for three years, mm-hmm. and people will try to take all three years of their experience and expertise and cram it into one product. Oh, I have done that. <laughs> uh-huh. And I'm like, well, who, who, who do you think is going to buy this? I mean, if I'm, you know, think about it. If it took you three years to get it, are you really going to try to convince yourself and everybody that they can get it in one product? Really? Right. Mm-hmm. And when they do that, they, they, you know, if they, at first of all, if they were successful, right? They would overwhelm their clients. Right. But they're even overwhelmed, you know, so overwhelmed they don't even get it finished because they're like, oh my gosh, this is going to take too long. And I'm like, you're absolutely right. You know, my my solution to that, and one of the things I've been really successful in helping my clients do is taking one problem at a time, one solution at a time. Mm -hmm. You know, let's say, you know, you were somebody that was teaching people all about how to, you know, set up their blog. You're not going to give them, you know, plugins and SEO and, you know, all of that in one setting. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. The first thing I need to know is how do I set up WordPress so I can get a blog up? <laughs> right. right. Basic. Yeah. And yeah. And when they get that result, when they get that win, they are ecstatic and excited to come back to you because you know what? They were successful and it was fast. If you mm-hmm. tell them it's gonna take them three months to master WordPress, a lot of them are out of there. They don't got time for that. Right. Yeah. But if you say, you know, I'm going to teach you how to set up a blog post with images and optimize it with your keywords, there you go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get them a win. Let them get the results so that they know that what they're doing is working. That's all about assessment. And I don't see a lot of that with some programs. You know, it's a lot of information. Mm-hmm. Now, and one of the things, I think I even say this in an ebook that information without transformation is worthless. Yeah, yeah. So you have to give people an opportunity to get an opportunity to figure out if they've gotten it or not. That's another big mistake. You're giving them an encyclopedia mm-hmm. when what they need is a checklist. Can I, you mm-hmm. know, they need to be able to say, can I do this now that I've purchased this product? Mm. That's really powerful. That's really good. Ooh, girl, you're just blowing my mind. I'm just like... <laughs> <laughs> You think you know, but you have no idea. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like you probably could go on about the different mistakes, but I mean, I think you hit on some really great um, points that can really just get people to shift their thinking. I think that's the most important thing, you know, because there's so much stuff out there, and there's so many different people telling us to do this and do that. And I really like your approach because it's like, okay, let's let's just think through the the practical elements of this, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, so you can get, so you can get the results you want for your business and, and your, your audience and the people that you're serving can get the results that they're looking for as well. So I think that's really yeah. great. Yeah. So yeah. 
There, there's um, one more thing I want to add in there, King, and you used, were mentioning this, you know, before. You know, one of the reasons that products are successful, the most successful products, they are successful because they really focus on the audience. It's not just about me wanting to create an ebook and wanting to create a video because I like the way I look on video or because that will make me really look cool. It really is about serving the people um, that you've been called to work with. And when you have that in mind, you know, you can't help but think about the best way to deliver a quality product and not fluff, not something that's going to get people hyped, but it's not going to help them, but yeah. something that's really going to help them make that transformation they need. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. Thank you for adding that in there. So, you know, so we talk about information products. And a lot of people want to create them because of the opportunity that we even talked about, you know, creating passive income, you know, and all of that fun stuff. But, you know, also in your ebook, you talk about how passive profits, how that whole thing requires active marketing. So explain this mindset shift to us because I think a lot of us, you know, feel like, you know, we, we want the product, we get the product, then there's like the what's next. Oh, goodness. You know, I'm going to tell you a true story. I'm not going to call out any names. Um, and it's not in a bad way, but I just want to show you the, the power of marketing. So we hear a lot of people talk about, well, you know, you could create a product and it's passive income because if you build it, if you put a web page up, they will come and buy it. There was a big six-figure income guy, one of those people that always talks about six figures, you know, um, and he had a product release that was going out. I must have gotten, Kenya, in two weeks, I must have gotten 30 different emails mm. about that product. Mm. Now, they weren't all emails from him. He right. had affiliates. But because that's the audience that I hang out with, I'm on a lot of those lists. Mm-hmm. So from between seven and eight people were all emailing about this guy's product. Mm. So when you hear people saying that they made a whole bunch of money, they made six figures on a product launch and release, do not be deceived and think they just created this page, emailed it to their list, and put it on Twitter, and that was it. (laughs) Because that's what they make it sound like, right? Yeah, yeah. And then when you try it, you try it, and then you boohooing because you spent all your money and nobody came. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know, there, there's there's some marketing. It requires active marketing. So you have to actively be building your email list and growing your connections and finding joint venture partners, people mm-hmm. who will help you cross-promote. Mm-hmm. And if you're not willing to market, you know, it goes beyond just, you know, creating an information product, if you're not really willing to market, I would tell you to get out of being an entrepreneur and go work for somebody who's comfortable marketing. Yeah. Because there's just no way. There's no way to build a business that's sustainable if you're not going to actively market your products and services. Yeah. Yeah, and and that's really good because I know that there, there seems to be um, a mindset that exists out there that and and I've seen this happen where you you'll have you know a brilliant someone who's really brilliant and gifted at what they're doing and they're getting coached to create some sort of you know high end program or what have you and um they're you know they're told to set their prices at a certain point and you know all of that kind of tactical stuff um 
and 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 they don't have any real marketing regimen and the mindset is like you know i'm creating this high-end package because my what i have to say is valuable but i'm not willing to take the time and energy to market it i'm not willing to take the time and energy to educate um, my audience on their issues and problems and challenges and you know one of the things that i always say is like you know if you aren't if you aren't willing to invest the time and energy into, you know, providing value for your audience, why should they invest their money and their time and energy in what it is that you have to say and sell? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, and I think it comes from not really understanding what marketing is. You know, we think that marketing is just something that we do that makes people buy our stuff. Yeah. That's it. You know, we put this out there, somebody's going to click on it. Or like I see in the, the, the Brilliant Business Girlfriends group that I run on Facebook, you know, people yeah. are just randomly posting stuff in there. I'm like, you know, that's not marketing. Marketing is about two things. It's about education and relationships. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll share this nugget, you know, with your audience that, you know, education, there's three things you've got to educate people about. Number one, you've got to educate them that they even have a problem. Mm-hmm. Number two, you educate them about the solution to the problem, and number three, you educate them to let them know that you are the solution to the problem. Hmm. And most people are spending so much time in part three, I'm the solution, I'm the solution, but right. they're not really doing a good job educating people to let them know, hey, you have a problem. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? So that's the first side of it. And then the other side of it is relationship building. Um, I spend time, I do free consults with people, and, you know, I hear some people say, well, you know, that, that's eating up your time. But listen, I'm not trying to get people to buy a $97 product. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a big investment to, to coaching with me or even doing a VIP day. It's a little bit smaller investment, but it's still an investment. Right. I am willing to have those, you know, consultations with people that are longer than 15 or 20 minutes because I, I need to build a relationship there. Yeah. You know, it, and so it really depends on the kind of products and what you want to sell. If you want to sell something that's $25, you know, good luck with that if that's what you want to do. Um, but if you really want to build something that's substantive where you are generating income, you're not overworking yourself, um, then you really want to invest the time in building relationships with qualified people yeah. and, and not just spamming stuff all over the place. Yeah. And that's, really, that's a really good point. You know, um, the relationship part of it, I think, is the part that's missing. Um, you know, and I mean, I think it's okay to have barriers and, 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 and I'm sorry, boundaries. You know, um, but I mean, I really do think that we need to spend a little bit more time. And I guess, you know, again, like you said, it depends on, you know, what your business model is. Um, but I I have come to believe, and when I look back over the, the times in my business where I was more successful than others, it was those times when I took that extra effort and energy to connect one-on-one with someone and you know, create the conversation, create the rapport, and, you know, then that relationship was built, and they would come back later, or right, you know, right then and there, and, and, you know, engage me on what it was that I had to offer, so relationships are huge. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Awesome, so 
now, now that we've created, you know, our amazing products and we figured out and we understand that marketing is important and we have to be active and, you know, care about providing value and all of that fun stuff, you know, what are some of your favorite smart ways to actually market them and get them in front of people who need them? And you probably mentioned a few of these already, but. <laughs> I did. You know, my, my favorite ways to marketing, uh, my favorite ways for marketing, you know, products, programs, and services you know, well, there are two things. Um, number one are webinars. Um, you know, webinars are great ways to create, a, you know, a product, but it's also great to market it yeah. because it's connected to the other thing, which is speaking. You know, speaking in front of local groups, being on um, a guest on someone's podcast like this, mm-hmm. um, you know, being part of someone's tele-summit. Um, when you can talk to an audience and establish their credibility by your voice, by the message that you deliver, and then invite them into that relationship, mm-hmm. you always come out on top. Mm-hmm. Now, as much as I love social media, you know, I love being visible out there because that, that helps, you know, if that's yeah. one of your strengths. And as an introvert, social media has been a godsend to me. <laughs> um, but I also really believe in the power of getting in front of people. And that's another you know, I know uh, an obstacle that a lot of people do, which is why we spend time doing that change your inner game, you know, work because they they feel uncomfortable and they lack the confidence to get in front of people. Yeah. And so they do that passive marketing stuff where I'm just going to yeah. put it out there and hope somebody clicks on the link. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, but you know, get out there in front of your audience and talk to people. Networking is another great way. You know, to to talk to people and establish those relationships, build that credibility, and even to get referrals for your products. Now, you might just be thinking, well, even offline networking for products, absolutely, mm-hmm. because you never know what people's schedules are like. You never know what their timelines are like. So it's not all about just live connections and having coffee and talking about shoes, as <laughs> a lot of us women do. Um, mm-hmm. It really is about, okay, do I have something that can help you? move from point A to point B, and let me share that with you. Right. Yeah, I love that, too, because, you know, and I often compare um, the marketing tactics or whatever that we do as online entrepreneurs and that kind of thing to the direct sales world. You know, they have no shame about connecting with you and sharing an opportunity. Absolutely. Well, you know what it's like, Kenya, you know, and I tell this to my clients all the time. So, you know, imagine you're a doctor and someone comes to see you mm-hmm. and they say, you know, doc, oh, my gosh, you know, I've got this pain. And you have a solution for that pain, but you're too shy to tell them about it. Mm-hmm. You want to sue that doctor for malpractice, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. And so many, we do the same thing in our business. We have a solution to their pain. And that's if you've done your homework, right? If you know what your audience is looking for, you know their pain points. If you've got a solution that can relieve their pain, they are going to welcome you. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. That puts a really different spin on it. (laughs) (laughs) You're actually hurting somebody by not sharing your stuff. So awesome. So, you know, we've we've actually reached the end of our, um, and I feel like we can talk about this topic forever, um, but obviously we have to cut it short. So, <laughs> um, you know, if you guys, well, before we move into that, you know, do you have any final advice that you want to leave with someone who 
who is like, yes, you know, I get it. I am ready to start creating products and start creating it the right way. Um, what, what advice would you give them? Oh, you know what? The advice goes to the inner stuff because I always start there. Um, and I want to say go for it, and here's why. There are people that can't step into their purpose until you step into yours. Mm-hmm. And every minute that you are not creating products and programs that help you reach more people and change more lives, you are not stepping into your purpose, and you are blocking other people from stepping into theirs. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's really good. That's really good, actually, Shiro Entrepreneur advice. You know, you, you got to show up for the people who need you now. And until you show up, they're just going to be sitting there. And you got to put your cape on. oh gosh well this is great um ty thank you so much for sharing your brilliance with us i really appreciate it um i learned a lot just by you know you sharing your brilliance i mean we're we're always learning and so i i really enjoyed and i know the listeners enjoyed you as well so thank you well, thank you. I've really enjoyed this conversation. You know, it, it, it feels good to, to share with other brilliant women. You know, light attracts light. And so I, I thank you for the opportunity. Awesome. So, you know, we're done. And, you know, these shows, these shows, just to let you know, are pre-recorded and they are released every Wednesday. You know, this is our launch, so this is a week full of really great juicy stuff but our regular schedule is every Wednesday so please be sure to share your comments your questions and leave your feedback um, and also before you go Ty um, share with us how we can connect with you and how people can learn more oh, well thank you for letting me do that Kenya um, my website is tygoodwin.com T-A-I Goodwin G-O-O-D-W-I-N um, you can find me on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter using that same name, Ty Goodwin. And, you know, Kenya, we talked a lot about the Will It Sell ebook. Can I give them the link to where they can grab that? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So if you go to tygoodwin.com slash willitsell, you can get your very own copy of that ebook. And it'll also subscribe you to the Bankable Brilliance newsletter. Awesome. And it's a really, really great, I mean, it will, it will shift you in some really powerful ways. And then, you know, of course, maybe guide you into actually, you know, working with Ty um, to help you, you know, get on the road to creating sellable and bankable products and services. (laughs) So awesome. And then, you know, everything that she mentioned, everything that she shared will also be listed on the blog post for this podcast as well. So it'll be easy access. So, um, again, I just wanted to, you know, make sure you got that in because I started going. I was like, wait a minute, I forgot to ask her that. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. So, again, you know, if you want to share comments, leave your questions and feedback on the blog, on YouTube, on iTunes, wherever you're experiencing the show. Um, So that can make the show as useful and relevant to you as possible. And to keep up to date with the latest episodes, please visit KenyaHalliburton.com. And until next time, I wish you an abundance of success, joy, and freedom.